0: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Walk On Weekly with your hosts, Nebraska men's basketball players Sam Hoyberg and Jeff Grace III. This is Walk On Weekly, sponsored by the Scarlet Hotel. Alright, welcome in to the Walk On Weekly. I am Harrison Arns, running the ones and twos. We got host Jeff Grace the Third in here as always. No Sam Hoiberg just yet. He will be joining us later. Uh, he's just got some lunch plans right now with the family. And it is fall break, understandable. But Jeff Grace the Third, how's it going? How's your fall break going as of now?
1: It's not too bad. Uh, I think this fall break was much needed, especially during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just relaxing. So peaceful and chill. <laughs> but other than that, I mean... Everything's been going
0: pretty well. Health-wise, good. did you guys need it at all? Did you have anyone on the team? I know uh, Ramel Lloyd Jr., I, this has been a couple of weeks ago. I know he was still rehabbing a little bit. Uh, so it's probably good for some of those guys, I'd imagine, to get a little rest.
1: Yeah, he's gotten a lot better, though, with this rehab process. Okay. Um, he's starting to like do more on, the. Uh, I think it's his leg he injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's starting that process is starting to get better, along with Blaze. His process is slow, but, like I mean, he's doing very good for where he is right now.
0: So what is right now, Blaze, like we're, what's he trying to work on right now, like comfortably wise, like through the process, where is he kind of sitting at?
1: Like you mean like, time length or like, are you
0: talking about like. Wait, timeline, like is, was there any point you can really put a timeline on it yet?
1: He'll definitely miss a couple of games. Okay. But, I do see him playing this year. Okay. It's just. Just kind of up probably to his speed. As soon as he, he wants to play. Right. And like we need him to play, but like
0: coaches probably don't want to rush him either because exactly. he's still because uh, he's going to be what year is he now would be sophomore junior he's a sophomore. sophomore this year yeah so still a young player don't definitely want to rush him along the process but how about you personally you have any soreness anything going on at this point that you're kind of happy to have that break or is your team conditioning wise pretty much ready to rule
1: i wouldn't say there's a lot of soreness these days um since we didn't really do much last week mm-hmm. uh but the scrimmages were a lot. Um, we had scrimmages, I want to say, last uh, Friday. Okay. And then we came back Saturday and practiced. Like, we had a hard practice. No, actually, no. Wednesday we had a scrimmage. And then uh, Friday we had, like, a light practice, which was pretty smooth. And then Saturday we uh, came back again, which we usually don't practice on Saturdays, but we got, like, a hard practice in, which was pretty nice. Um, lifting's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh we have, like, these uh, progress that we're supposed to be doing. So, like, on some days we'll go light, to moderate, heavy. It all just depends to where, like, we are and, like, where our strength coach wants us to be. So that's been going pretty well. Haven't really been that sore, I would say. Uh, but it's been a lot of, like, focusing in and locking in the key detail. Because since we, like, are in season, we go a lot longer than usual. Right. So, I mean... Mostly if it's just, like, mental preparation.
0: Give uh, give the fans a little bit of taste of what you're seeing in scrimmage because we talked about you guys are going to have some close scrimmage this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a while before Nebraska basketball fans really get to see any sort of product on the court. That won't be until you guys bring down – I think Doan's coming down for that one. Uh, Omaha as well. Is that the other school for that? I can't exactly remember. Okay, we'll look those up, but I know Doan's going to be down there. That'll be, like, the first real taste fans will get to see – um, in PBA, but looking at scrimmage kind of from your eyes, obviously don't dive into the X's and O's, but <laughs> what are you kind of seeing from this team right now? Um,
1: Things that excite you. I see a lot of guys wanting to win, like like I've said previously in our podcast. Um, they really don't like to stop playing. <laughs> they would play forever if they really could.
0: Do the coaches have a hard time getting people to get out of the gym?
1: Yeah, so like, <laughs> Coach Hoiberg will be like, alright guys, like you guys hit your load, Like we gotta, gotta call it. <laughs> and like, no, they'll be like, one more set, one more practice, and then, like, it would be, like, little things like that. Like, they just want to keep going. They're yeah. so competitive. Um, great nature. Just good people to be around in general. Um, but I've seen a lot of great things, I would say, like, just, like, the key details of being in the right spots and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the new guys learning, kind of the system still, but, like, everything, like, slowly, gradually coming to them, which has been a key part in, like, Locking in the details is, like, the biggest thing. So, like, I feel like we've gotten way better with our detail. Um, but there's still some, like, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen right away, but there's obviously, like, things we still have to clean up as a team. As yeah, players. no team peaks before the season starts. Exactly. <laughs> but um, everything's starting to form in the right spot.
0: Okay. And uh, looking at, you know, we've always talked about it, but looking at the shooters, um, you know, when it comes to spacing, i feel like that's one of the strengths that's going to be on the team this year are you kind of seeing that in practice
1: yeah so we do this thing called running habits every day we're like okay break that down for me running habits yeah it's called running habits um basically coach will like throw the ball off the glass and then what happens is the five man takes it up takes the ball out passes to the guard and then the two like wing guys mm-hmm. we have this thing called the no fly zone which is like in kind of like the middle of the court it's like a uh it's in the the court, basically. And then, okay. like, the two guys on the wing have to run outside the no-fly zone and, like, run deep corner. Um, so when that happens, it allows, like, spacing. And, like, we, we like, know our positions and, like, where we're supposed to be. So, like, if we're not in the right spot, we'll start over. Okay. Um, we do that every day, which helps a lot, obviously, with the spacing and everything. And, like, just, like, locking in the plays. Yeah. We're starting to run new plays and, like, kind of get – figure out what it's going to look like in the, in a game situation and then like they'll come back and like a defense will be on guarding them so it kind of just like is a good start to like actually prepare yourself when a defense is actually going to face you
0: yeah i'm working on that transition too i mean if you got the shooters you can put those shooters crash down on the corner of that wing there mm-hmm. that opens it up for whoever is coming up the court with the ball and you make that quick kick out uh, i know what always drives fan nuts when there is a player that dives into the wing, but there's no player that actually cuts to the rim.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing, Like especially with this offense. like You have to apply pressure to the rim yep. at any certain time because like, if you're not, then you're so easy to guard.
0: Mm. Yeah, and then it just makes, you know, if you're going to try to space the floor out and no one's cutting to the rim, Uh, you're not really spacing anything out if you've got no real threat inside. But again, you guys can always feel free to join the show, 402 464 5685. That is the starter Heyman text line. If you want to put a face to the voice, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo channel 951. Again, those are always great ways to do so. You can comment on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo channel 951 as well. Feel free to do so throughout the show as we still wait for Sam Hoyberg, who likely will be joining us in that second segment. So, again, this will be a little short because we went long with him on green, uh, but nonetheless, always feel free to join in on the show. So, with college basketball, Obviously, you're still getting your breaks in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we talked about a little bit about the excitement of what that's kind of looking like for you guys. You know, our practices, you're looking at the scrimmaging. Are you pretty much done putting in the offensive sets? Or you said you're putting a few in. Is that, or is that really starting to build up right now as you're getting to the season?
1: Um, Slowly a little bit at a time. Okay. I would say we never really like.
0: Does Fred Hoiberg like a pretty advanced playbook? Because we've talked about Purdue's where they've got just a, what seems like an infinite, They're all set plays, though. Kind of
1: the sounds of it. I mean, it's advanced. It's definitely plays within the play. Okay. There's multiple options. You can't like really fail at one option. Like, there's a lot of things that you can do at once. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's advanced, but like I feel like once you like really understand it and like do your film and everything, you you'll get it. And like you've got to be in the right spot, to be honest. Okay. That's what really like strives with this
0: offense, and And probably just trusting the reads. So you said it's like multifaceted.
1: Yeah. Uh, a lot of it definitely comes down to, like, trusting each other and, like, kind of just, like, spacing. Because, like, if, like, say, like, somebody, like, drives it and then, like, you're not, you're, like, on the wing, but you're, like, not where you're supposed to be. Then, mm-hmm. that's, then he can guard both. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It makes it so much easier. But, like, let's say uh, you drive it and the guy goes to the corner, then you're much harder to guard. Just, like, little things like that.
0: So where's the team chemistry at? Cuz I know what you're saying and I I've, I've watched enough um, high school offenses where they're kind of trying to run that system but the team chemistry isn't there. So you'll get, you know, guy number 1 cutting across the bottom of the from behind the backboard cutting back door, and you'll have another guy doing the same thing, and pretty soon you have like three guys all cutting at the same time, not by intention, but they're just trying to keep that spacing going. So where's the team chemistry at? Cuz I feel like for you guys in particular, considering everything's based on reads Kind of that individual, that individual facet of each kind of aspect of those plays. Were you guys at team chemistry-wise to where those interactions where you aren't having two people cut at the same time, where you're actually kind of understanding, being able to predict, you know, what the guy next to you is thinking about or what he's likely going to do?
1: I'd say the team chemistry has gotten a lot better as we've like kind of gone on. Like, I feel like it started definitely with Spain feel like that yeah. helped a lot, just, like, implementing, like, with new faces. Playing some you know? tough like, European
0: guys, too. That'll always exactly. do it. <laughs> And, like, they're max. way older than us, yeah.
1: too. So, like, I feel like that helped a lot, uh, just, like, with team bonding, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know each each, another, each other like individually. Um, so that part helped a lot, just, like, from like start to finish. And, like, we had eight guys in Spain, so, like, it wasn't really, like, a full look of what our team was going to be like. It was right. like, kind of, like, pieces of, like, little glimpses of, like what it could be mm-hmm. but, like we weren't really sure what it was going to look like but now with everyone back and like everyone pretty much healthy um the chemistry is definitely on point um the biggest thing i would say is the communication aspect like i feel like people can talk their way into like the play and like where they're supposed to be on the floor.
0: You mean on, like, the offensive end of the court? Okay. On the offensive and defensive end. Okay.
1: So I feel like it helps. Like, we have a lot of guys who, like, communicate to each other. And, like, it bounces up, like it bounces off to the other person of where they're supposed to be. And I feel like the older people who have been with the program for a while, like CJ, Sam, um, Kasey, mm-hmm. like, their talk has been so much better. And, like, also having Rink at, like, the 5 and Joe – great uh communication aspects like that has helped us so much
0: yeah you need that you'll become your guards least favorite friend if you're not telling them screen Mm -hmm. wherever whatever side that screen's coming from or double screen If you're not shouting that out from your perspective you know you got your back to you're playing that five forward roll or whatever and you're not calling those screens out i just know that'll that'll infuriate whoever that guard is if they're just getting blindsided and there's zero communication to it
1: no doubt about it it's like basically you're in the middle of the street and like you're with a friend, and like, I guess it, it would be your fault, but like, you're on the phone, and like a car, a car is coming by. Yeah, but like, you don't say anything. Exactly, <laughs> you get you get. Mm-hmm. So like, that aspect is so huge, and we value that so much. And I feel like our guys, like we have done a great job with it. Um, and I feel like the uh, communication aspect has grown so much over time. Like with the scrimmages, I feel like it's pushed us through adversity because yeah. like our coaches push us in a way where like we are on a road game and like won't get as many calls so like how we respond to that kind of feeling you know so you're
0: getting hacked at practice and they're not stopping play
1: i mean yeah you'll you'll get hacked you'll mm-hmm. get like maybe like a call every now and then that's like just to like see how you react they do it on purpose <laughs> but like it kind of like trains your mind for like when you're a away game and like you won't get anything. hmm So it's a good thing because it allows us to kind of move on and like forget about that play and move to the next.
0: Yeah, which is very important because you see it all the time in the NBA where they're not willing to move on. Get some technical. Maybe some guys hop in. Pretty soon you got a couple guys with the technical. That's always my favorite when you have those NBA players that see the scuffle and mm-hmm. they start slowly backing up. Like, man, I don't want I don't want any part of that. Not worth the fines. Uh but again we will have Sam Hoyberg on the next segment. So we'll probably go ahead and throw it to break here, you know, a little early, uh just a couple minutes early here. So that way um, when we start up on the next segment, we should have Sam Hoyberg here in studio with us. Then we'll still have two more segments of Walk on Weekly. Uh and again, we we talked about it, but what are we looking at? Like less than a month and Nebraska basketball is already here
1: pretty much. Yeah, and then you guys Coming are fast. PBA and
0: oh. I'm I'm excited for that place to be packed. I think my expectations for this year is Considering the buzz that I kind of feel like going into the season, I'm expecting a pretty full PBA early on. Like, I don't think that this team's going to need to win in order to get that fan support. I feel like there's already kind of a sense of belief. Like, do you kind of get that of being on the team? I'm Obviously, from a fan perspective, I'm always going to interpret things a little differently. But kind of from your locker room, are you kind of getting that same feel about the hype for this team?
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of hype around it. which mm-hmm. um, has drawn a lot of eyes and attention. Yeah. Which is a good and a bad thing. You just can't get caught up in it. That's the main thing. Um, But I feel like we do a great job of everything. Everyone has like great character at the end
0: of the day. What's the key of not, you know, getting that into your head? Is that just talking to each other? Is that not even paying attention to the media? Um, Because obviously you want to celebrate guys like Kesei Tominaga, preseason selections. But at the same time, like you said, you know, he hasn't hasn't necessarily gotten it yet.
1: Well, you're going to get – you'll get caught up at some point Mm because everyone looks at media these days. (laughs) Even if you say you don't, you do. Yeah. It's just the generation we live in. So, I mean, the main thing is just keeping the, keeping the main thing, the main thing and just realizing like, we're going to have some ups and downs and like, not everyone's going to like us at the end of the day, but like, how do we value ourselves? Yeah.
0: I know what you're saying. Well said there. Um, (laughs) <laughs> it's sweet and simple, but again, that's all it is to it. It just feels like in social media, we definitely do get caught up in it all the time. And when you're just, you see it when it happens to teams, when it kind of infiltrates the locker room, you know, I don't know how real that is. But do you think there are teams out there where you do feel like the social media pressure has affected that locker room? You know, Matt Rule kind of talked about that a little bit. It wasn't necessarily saying anything negative to the fans or negative to social media, uh, but he you constantly just, like, keep telling my like, guys, keep the outside noise, just that, just noise? Do you really do you see that noise actually infiltrating locker rooms in your experience? Maybe not in Nebraska, but even other schools where you kind of feel like that, that buzz maybe is getting to them?
1: I mean, it's hard, especially since we're still, like, young. Yeah, I mean, that's the still, thing it's kids. Still growing up. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes you don't know how to, like, adapt to it or, like, get used to it, per se, because, like, it's kind of intro to what it's going to actually be like when you move up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the main thing is, like, it's going to happen, so you kind of have to accept it. But, like, don't get too involved in it, if that makes sense. Um, just try to find other ways than to, like, respond. Yeah.
0: The reason I asked that was because of the Kai Jones situation. Did, yeah. Were you able to catch, catch that one? Yeah. That's one where the social media was not the answer for him, where it just kind of made problems worse for him.
1: Uh, There is definitely other ways to go about that. Right? Uh, Because,
0: again, request to trade, but then post it all on media, um, just to end up getting cut, just kind of lets you know that social media wasn't handled very well. And I'm always interested, especially with the youth, because, man, you you look at it, it's a great way for you guys to make money. 100%. Like, if you like NIL, and that's what it's here for, great way to make money. But I always do worry about some of those players where, um, you know, I don't want to say... Shador sanders did this but it, did you catch that at halftime before they lost the stand for 29 to 0 on Shador sanders instagram page at halftime he was selling merch not maybe yeah my, i did it. not been him i don't want to bash Shador because yeah. it could have very well been his agent mm-hmm. doing it on like his behalf like there's no footage footage of him on his phone anywhere uh, but stuff like that like even if you're the agent like i hope dion talked to whoever that agent was like let's not do that at halftime
1: one thing about it is like there's always exactly and like you just got to figure out what the time place is for you mm-hmm. and i just feel like sometimes we don't make the best decisions in the moment like we just get so caught up in the moment that we like don't even think about what the outcome will be yeah
0: i I also always say this if you're ever about to tweet something and you're second guessing it just go ahead and give it 24 hours mm-hmm. and see if you still want to post it the next day don't get caught up in like the trends because i yeah. see people that's where they run into trouble is they try to tweet it out super fast and man i mean you remember the Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, tweet. Mm -hmm. Skip Bayless just, he's in a weird spot because, you know, then it's like, do you back down from it? What does that make you as a figure? It's all crazy. The social media era in general can definitely get people in trouble, but it can also get you a lot of money as well. So, again, if you guys want to have questions about that as well, 402-464-5685. We're just about Nebraska basketball season. Again, we're... Less than a month away already. It's coming right around the corner. So be sure to chime in for the walk-on weekly with Sam Hoyberg, Jeff Grace III, and uh, Sam Hoyberg just walked in. So we'll go ahead and throw it to break, and we'll have the full cast up next.